but yes, this is Michelle speaking. Uh, <laughs> uh, please excuse my voice this week. I have a virus and oh. we're doing our best, but welcome back to Talk in Texas Forever, a Friday Night Lights podcast. I'm Michelle. And I'm Liz. And we're discussing season four, episode eight, Toilet Bowl, written by <laughs> Derek Santos Olson and directed by Michael Waxman. Original air date, January 6th, 2010. So we are in the new year. We've made it. We've made it. In this episode, the Lions play the worst team in the league. Tammy and Julie go on a college tour in Boston, and Tim helps Luke make a poor decision. Mm -hmm. I suppose, yes, he does. I guess so. I mean, he had the hookup, right? He's just trying to help out fours. You know, the poor kid, he's in pain. I know, know, it's pretty awful. Uh, (sighs) Before we get into the football stuff, I just want to start with Julie and Tammy. Julie is visiting Boston College with Tammy while coach stays home with Gracie Bell. It's a really cute opener of them packing. Gracie Bell doesn't have any pants. She's so cute. And she's like holding them when her eyes are like, what am I doing? (laughs) It's so cute. I know. And I love that coach has the puppet and he's like in Gracie's room playing with her. It's really sweet. I loved coach with her in this episode, like Gracie Bell out to dinner with the boosters and coach like so cute it was so cute uh we find out though that boston college was tammy's choice school when she was younger and julie is definitely feeling the pressure to attend there they Mm -hmm. sit in on classes they meet with advisors and julie shares how she feels that if she didn't apply to this particular college that tammy would be upset and tammy just reassures her that she's going to be proud of her no matter what. How did you feel about Julie in this episode? Some of our our uh-huh. listeners felt that she was being a little bit bratty. I felt for her. I really did. I feel like in the past, we haven't really seen Tammy be so like strict with school or we haven't heard any mention of BU prior to this episode. So like let's just bring up the OC, you know, Sandy and Kirsten, Berkeley, Berkeley, Berkeley. Like we talked about where the parents went to school or the choices that they wanted to make or what they made. And here I feel like it was a little bit random for Julie to feel so pressured by Tammy when us as the audience hasn't seen her be pressured by Tammy. But again, who am I to say like, you know, this is what her story was. And maybe she does just feel the pressure regardless of that. But I don't know. I don't feel like they're that hard on her, but I could just be not really picking up on what it's what their dynamic is. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I I agree with that. And also, I think that Tammy has just been so concerned with how Julie's been grieving over Matt leaving and just wants to make sure that she's going to do things for herself and not get wrapped up in the loss of Matt. Because in last week's episode, we saw her break down during the academic smack. Well, SmackDown, right? That's what yeah. the bowl they did. I think so. Yeah. And so I think Tammy just wants her to don't lose track of your future because Matt left. Right. Which is a great lesson. And of Julie course. does listen to her after she has put up a fight about it a little bit. But like, oh, God, mom, it's so easy for me to just get over it. Yeah. And then you see her walk into the interview and she nails it. Oh my God. Because she did her so mom, well. she did so good because she's like, yes, I am going to do this for myself. My mom believes in me. She did give me a good pep talk. Um, I, 
it was frustrating in the beginning watching Julie kind of watch Tammy succeed at VU a little bit with the class situation and, you know, her answering and Julie kind of rolls her eyes at her, you know. If I was like, oh, we're going to go here where Tammy's going to like overstep a boundary and like go back to school and they go together, you know, something crazy, very teen drama-esque. But no, they eventually it got there with them. So I don't think she annoyed me. I just was like, oh, don't go there. Yeah, you know? especially in Julie's interview, I loved how she recognized where she comes from. And she said, you know, when I started high school, my goal was to get out of Dylan. And now that I'm about to leave Dylan, I'm starting to get sad and really proud of where I came from. Mm -hmm. And I love that she said that. And I think that was just such a, it was just a humble thing to say during an interview. And she meant it. She didn't just say it to say it. I was going to say it was very genuine. And that's like the hardest thing for me as an individual, but I know for a lot of people when you're applying to colleges and you have to write about yourself and then you have great grades and the same GPA and same test scores and then you have to make yourself different. How do you make yourself different than everyone else that's just as good as you, if not better? And I think her response was like, hey, I actually really enjoy the town I live in. I didn't think I would. I didn't think I would miss it, but I'm going to. And I was like, that was a really good response. So props to the writers for that. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Tim, he's obsessed with this plot of land that we keep seeing. Mm -hmm. And so he goes to inquire about it at the bank because now he like wants money. How can I make this come to fruition? Right. Uh, The price range isn't in his budget. So he has zero money. Like he has no money. No No monies. No monies is happening. So I don't know why he even went like no money. (laughs) Who knows? Right. But anyway, so after a few beers, he get and obviously declined at the bank. And after knowing that he's not gonna be able to afford this plot of land, he gets a call from Mins that her and Billy's toilet is overflowing and it's toxic and she's pregnant and he needs to get his ass over there to fix it. Tam is drunk, so he uh, has Becky drive his truck over and all while teaching her how to drive stick to get there. Yeah, at first I was like, come on, Tim, let's be a responsible brother-in-law and uncle and like not be drunk all the time so you could do things for your pregnant sister-in-law. And then I, now in retrospect, I'm like, well, maybe he did think Billy was home because he doesn't know that Billy isn't doing these jobs and is out all the time. He covers for him, but he doesn't know about it. So I'm like, okay, maybe he, you know, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. Like he was being irresponsible then, but maybe now he'll... Well, <laughs> we'll see the end of this episode. <laughs> Forget yeah, but, what I just said there, but no, for sure. But I don't know. I mean, like when my sister, my sister just had her baby and I wouldn't know if she would need me at a random point. Like if I'm having a couple of beers or something, you know? Yeah. But I do understand what you're saying. Cause I didn't even think about that. Like him thinking, oh, Billy's probably home. Like, why are you calling me? Mm-hmm. That's a really good point. But I also like that you know, this episode's called The Toilet Bowl. We'll get into it. <laughs> yeah. Why? And he actually has to fix a toilet bowl. So yeah, that was clever. <laughs> it was just really funny. But Mindy, she says that, you know, well, she mentions that Billy is working late and she's like, how could, you know, you don't know about that. And Tim covers real quick like, oh, yeah, no, no, I'm, I'm aware of that. And she says how Billy's been acting weird. And do you think Billy's cheating on me? Mm-hmm. And Tim's like, no. That's not I don't know. 
if if Aunt was to say, well, if Bobby was to say to you, your sister's been working a lot lately, would you necessarily be like, yeah, I know, it's crazy? Or would you be like, wait, why do you, why? Like, wouldn't you, I don't know, that's just my logical brain. They're so used to backing each other up their whole lives, right? right. Like, they're all each other has. So, Tim immediately defends Billy without even knowing what Billy's doing. Right. And I was like, why don't you ask a question? Like we're both like, cause then the, the both of them could essentially help Billy. Like, Hey Billy, we know something's up. Let's talk about it. Let's do something. But of course it doesn't go in the direction that I wanted to go. Well, of course not. I and mean, Tim defends Billy. Of course. And I think that's like a not, they've only have each other before Mindy came along. Right. I mean, their father's out yeah. of the picture. And so Tim does confront Billy about this. And Billy's like, no, I'm not cheating on Mindy. And essentially, we find out that Billy's, he's he's running a chop shop. Mm-hmm. And, and Tim is furious. He's so mad, which we're like, yes, Tim. Yes. Be mad, right? Like, how could you do this, Billy? How could you ruin our dream? Riggins, rigs. And Billy's like, I need money. I need money. That's what it comes down and to. And it's fast cash and it's easy. And it's only for a few months, so they say. Two, two months, like, max. Yeah. Yeah. So Tim tries to go another route to get money, tries to go on an interview. Becky helps him, gives her some of her pageant tips. This was sweet. Yeah. Uh, this part it, was We sweet. wished it, it stayed there. Yeah. But it was cute. It was cute. I was waiting for like her to get annoying because you're like, wait till next week, Liz. Wait till next I week. Know. And I'm like, oh, God, something's going to happen. I know. And Tim does go on this interview at this store, which you said we did watch this via Discord chat with our Patreon uh, babes. And I thought the same thing. Like, why didn't he reach out to Stan to get a job? Right. And we see him helping out on the field. Granted, I'm sure there's no funds for him there. But like anyone else maybe could get him some job or could get him a little income. I know. I Especially next. Well, I won't I won't get into that. I'll just say it next week. But yeah, I don't I don't know why he can't reach out to coach or someone to like put in a good name, you know, good word for him. But he can go work at like the barbecue joint. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Like what? I don't understand. There's other options, but whatever. Also, like Matt doesn't work at the pizza place anymore. Tim can work at Panther Pizza. Exactly. The job is open. We have options, but then we wouldn't Mm. have a story here, would we? Mm hmm. So Tim Turns out he doesn't get the job, so it seems. And he brings Becky to show her the piece of land that he wants to get. And he and un- they end up kissing. And this is mm. where I'm just like, are you kidding? Because why do we have to be so close to show her the land? It's a huge piece of land. The girl could run and explore. We don't need to be like cuddling to look at the land. And then... I don't really, I was trying to watch it, but also I'm like, no, no, no. So I didn't really see like the beginning, but the kiss itself, I have to say, was very delish. It was very steamy. It looked like a little tongue. I was like, yum, this looks good, even though it's not the good sitch. <laughs> oh my God. I did not study the kiss close enough because I was just like, I stop. Like to me, they're brother, sister. Like I know. I studied Tim up. Riggins closely. Wow. I usually do too, but in this moment, I was like, oh, please, please, please. I'm like, Cher, I, I know Mel Gibson. And she, <laughs> it's like, he didn't say that. She's like, the Polonius guy did. Like, I know Tim Riggins, so I guy. 
was just staring at that. And I was like, well, girl, I understand, obviously, the whole thrill of it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but what can this mean? You told me it was over. You told me, do you not know? Okay. Confession time. Oh, no. I am no longer going to tell you things that I don't know past the next <laughs> okay. week's episode. Okay. Because I keep failing you because it turns out that I remember like big storylines. But I, I don't I don't remember I guess because I hated this storyline so much, I like probably blocked, blocked it, it out. out. Absolutely. And I know that it doesn't spoiler, it doesn't go anywhere. So Yeah. I I'm, expect that. Yeah. I'm <laughs> I'm pretty sure we're done with it next week. But Okay. <laughs> or this week actually, but anyway. Right. Okay. We, yeah. Anyway, Tim is upset. Obviously, kisses Becky, but then he ultimately goes to Billy and he asks, like, hey, can I get in on this side hustle? And Billy tells him, like, you only need, like, a couple of months of this. You'll make more money in two months than you will in two years. That's, like, insane. I'm like, what kind of money are we talking about? Right? Like, please tell me how I can get in this business. (laughs) Right? Should we start a chop shop? Total Betty chop shop? I don't know how to do any of the things, but I cannot certainly hire people to do them and then pay them my portion to do it. (laughs) Right. I'll be like the middle person. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Landry, he wants to go on a date with Jess, and so they plan for a Wednesday, but it ends up getting rescheduled, which we have this really funny scene where Crucifix Victoria is there practicing in Landry's garage, and they are commenting because Landry keeps stopping and they're like, oh, you got stood up again. Let's deal with the emotions here. I just, I absolutely love seeing them together. We need more of this. Yeah. yeah. They're cute. They're so cute. And especially because they used to comment on like him being hung up on Tyra. Yeah. It's a really nice dynamic. I feel like we don't see it enough. We definitely don't utilize Devin enough. I know. And Jimmy, the drummer. And Jimmy. Yeah. Jimmy. Yeah. He's good. <laughs> But the day got rescheduled because Jess runs into Vince and his mom, Regina, at the grocery store. This was store. so awkward. Well, I thought the grocery store incident was cute. Don't you think when they run in? Oh, like the boys and stuff? Yeah. Yeah, like, no, the, that's super cute. Yeah, because Jess is like shopping with her brothers and Vince like wants to play She's football like with their, them. They're true like ter- caretaker. I'm pretty sure. But here, don't, don't mark. I'm pretty sure their mother passed away. Okay, I mean, that would make sense, right? Yeah, and so it's just her and her dad taking care of these boys. But And she's great. She's such a great older sister. Yeah, but Regina ends up asking Jess over for dinner. She wants to cook them dinner. And so this happened on Wednesday. So that's why her date got rescheduled. Right. So she goes to dinner, and Regina's trying, and she's like telling her what she's been up to and you know this job didn't work out but I'm going into this job and Jess mentions like oh my aunt is working down blah 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 right so like and she knows her since she was a baby so like we get a little bit of history of how Vince and her know each other right but yeah like weird it was a weird dinner (laughs) it was weird and like Vince like has a nice shirt on yeah like he's trying but then like it gets weird when Regina just like cuts Jess off, it's like, do you know how beautiful you are? Mm-hmm. Do you know how when you were younger, just a light came through you? Isn't she beautiful? Uh, yeah. I know. I was like uh, suspicious. Are we doing this? Like, are we trying mm. to set up the Vince Jess thing? Like, oh, I would love mm-hmm. for Vince to be with someone like her and she's driven and she'll go places and like, uh-huh. 
they'll be a good power couple together. And she can tell that I'm, you know, Vince says like, oh, you're gorgeous. You're beautiful. Like we know he likes her. He, we know he thinks she's attractive because she is like, if you, if you don't see that, like, I'm sorry, <laughs> you need to go check your vision She's gorgeous because she's gorgeous. Like who wouldn't want to fall for her? But she has a lot of qualities that don't align with Vince. And I think that's why she has stayed out of touch with him because she's afraid she's going to get wrapped up with his bullshit. And he, in this episode, luckily, is trying to be above that. So he is starting to make a change. So we'll see where that goes. Maybe he will be the man that she will could love. Right. It's so true. I mean, we we see him turn down hanging out with Calvin. He's like, I got to study mm-hmm. my plays. I got to stay out of trouble. Like he's mm-hmm. doing so well, like so proud of Vince in yeah. these past couple of weeks. I know. I hope it sticks. Please. I know. <laughs> I think so, but I don't remember. So <laughs> fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Landry and Jess, they do end up going on their date, but it looks like her brothers came along. Which is sweet, but also not Here? like a real date. Yeah, I mean, it looks like it went well, and they love him. They love him. They love the punter. They get out of the car, and they're looking in, and like, are you going to kiss the punter? And he goes in for the kiss and kind of gets a cheek. I know, and they're like, don't let Vince see. And Landry's like, why? Why can't I let Vince see? What did you say? Like, so Landry is not dumb. Of course. Yeah, so Mm. is she playing cautious? Like, what's this (sighs) little triangle I think she's like... I'm surprised that she agreed to go out with him so soon after last week's episode because he was like, I'm ready. And she's like, well, good for you because like I don't work that way. And then in this episode, you know, she agrees to go out with him and look like she was excited to. Yeah. And she does say like, oh, we've been hanging out. Why? Uh, why do we have to go out on a date? Why do we have to make it like a, a thing? And he's like, I have nice shirts. I'll wear nice right. shirts. Like uh, the, you do the date things. You do the dinner. Right. You do like the kissing. Like there's the things, the <laughs> things that you do progression on a right. date that we haven't done yet. Yeah, I think she's cautious because she knows they're, uh, if you will, from two different worlds. And she also has that Vince in her ear. And she had seen Vince the night before. So maybe she's like conflicted on feelings like, hey, I, I do see a potential in Vince. What do I do with that? Maybe she has had a crush on him in the past. Maybe they have a history. It doesn't like it sort of seems that way, but not really. I don't know. Like the tone we've talked about his tone when we first meet, see them together. He disrespects her. So we didn't like that. But I don't really know where their history, what happened in the past. Maybe we'll develop that more you know, or not. I don't know. Yeah. We get a little bit more. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the Lions, they're getting ready to face the Timberwolves <sighs> in the dubbed game, the Toilet Bowl, because these two teams are the last ranking in the league. The shitters. The shitters. <laughs> the Lions are even gifted a Toilet Bowl on the field when they go out to practice. LOL. Do you think that was from the Panthers? <laughs> it could have been. I feel like it was like JD. Oh Who did God, it? JD. You know? Yeah. Buddy wants to be a lion booster now. Love this for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Will has dubbed this the Buddy Renaissance, which I love. Okay. Sure. Okay. Are you are you on board? Are we liking Buddy? Absolutely. I mean, I like him in this episode. Yeah. I like when he 
supports the good guy. Yeah, and he wants to get the Lion Games on Spanish-speaking radio stations. Like, let's open up the demographic here. Mm -hmm. So I love that. And we also see him being a commentator at the game. Yeah, that was cool. All good things. We mentioned how Vince is taking playing very seriously. He's practicing the plays. And then we have Luke, who's still struggling with his injury. He's finished all the meds. And Tim asks him, like, hey, what's going on? Are you doing okay? And so then... Luke ends up going to to Becky's house where Tim Riggins lives. And also, we I just have to say, as I cut myself off, I get such a kick that Becky calls Tim Riggins the full name. Tim Riggins. Like Luke calls Tim Riggins Tim Riggins. It's mm-hmm. not Tim or Riggins. It's Tim Riggins. I know. <laughs> it must be a sign of respect of like the elders, like Tim Riggins, Jason Street, yeah. Lila Garrity, you know? Yeah. Must be a small town thing too. Like, oh, that's you know, oh, that's Tim Riggins. Like, not just Riggins or Tim. It's it's funny. Tim Riggins. Uh, but Tim Riggins tells Luke, like, hey, I'm gonna give you the name of someone, Doctor Cooney. You're gonna go to him and you're gonna answer four questions: no, no, yes, no. It's <laughs> funny. And so Luke goes <laughs> to visit this person, answers the questions accordingly, compliments about TMU. And all in all, gets a prescription for the medication. Right. I don't know how long this this prescription will last him. Yeah. And I'm sure it's pricey and he doesn't have insurance, if I had to guess, because they don't have a lot of income. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I foresee this going down a hill, but I don't want it to. I'm hopeful mm-hmm. like the smash situation in like three oh or four episodes, it will kind of sma- dissipate and that will be it. How did I totally forget? Smash and the steroids. About and the smash roids. and the steroids. Oh my gosh. Yeah. What it's a very time. similar. Actually, was that season one? Because it feels very reminiscent. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. But in the fresh way. <laughs> it does though, right? So fresh yeah. that I forgot. Not that mm-hmm. I forgot. I just didn't think about it. Right. Yeah, we, I um, I'm scared. Yeah, it's concerning because he said he's gone through the bottle so fast because he's in so much pain while he plays. Right, like the dude needs to go to the hospital. Yeah, more care. He's got some long sustaining injuries there. Yeah, it's not good. Uh, we get to the game and it's muddy and it's rainy, but Vince is playing really well, and then Landry gets to kick a field goal. And he does yeah. it. It's amazing. amazing. And they win. Our Lions finally win a game. It was great. Eight I'm episodes. So happy. We get a win. We are here it's for awesome. it. Yeah. After the game, we see Jess. She's talking to her friends. We see Vince on one side and we see Landry on another. Her and Vince lock eyes. But then she chooses to go off with Landry. Mm-hmm. Hmm. A wise choice. However, I don't know if that will continue Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but i was happy to see it yeah so all in all that was our episode they're cute did you like this one better than last week i really enjoyed this week's episode good yeah definitely better than last week i liked the julie tammy gilmore girls like (laughs) storyline and i really liked seeing jess and landry i like that dynamic i like i love vince too 
I um I saw a lot of growth in him this episode. I hope that continues. And what we were talking about in the Discord chat, we were so surprised to see Calvin and the rest of them come support him. Yeah. During the football game when he complained about how he hasn't seen him, he doesn't come around, he doesn't hang out, he doesn't do the jobs with him. Which I was like, well, they're still in high school and it was nice to see like a friend supporting a friend and being like truly happy that he was playing well and that they won and that he's really shining as the quarterback i just i'm you know i'm always on edge with him with vince i never know what i'm gonna get i predict that it's always gonna be bad but i always hope for the best i think that's smart err on the on the side of caution right yeah i want so much for him and i know it's there Mm -hmm. but i think it's just gonna take a real hurdle for him to get there but i really did enjoy it it was good Okay, good. Well, we're going to take a short break and when we come back, uh, we'll answer your questions and comments. Hope you're loving this week's episode of Talking Texas Forever. Tim Riggins fans unite. (laughs) Yes, girl. However, we are here to tell you about our sister podcast, We Are Liars, a Pretty Little Liars podcast, the newest addition to the Total Betty clan. I'm Liz, an OG veteran of this wild show, and I watched it week to week back in 2010, and now I'm torturing my bestie (laughs) by dissecting each and every episode of this show in all of its glory. Yes. I'm Michelle, the newbie, and I know absolutely nothing about PLL, but I'm already starting to see what makes this show different from all our other teen drama shows. I know. There's like red coats and do-rags and drownings and oh, so many Liz, memories. Stop. <laughs> this podcast is spoiler free. I know, but the listeners love to hear your predictions. Listen every Wednesday as we talk at nauseum about Pretty Little Liars. We do not keep our secrets nor hold our tongues on the insanity, cringe, and altogether mess this beloved TV show holds. Welcome back from break. We're going to start with Keely, which, by the way, Keely, I'm so sorry that we didn't answer your questions in previous episodes. That is totally my fault. It's been a little wonky. We've had some like changes and then we had to move episodes around. Hmm. Keely sent some questions over in the Discord and I just remembered them today when I was putting together this episode. Oh, so she didn't email them. That's why. Well, that's true too. Yeah, <laughs> it's better to email your questions. That's truly where I can get all of them. But yeah. Okay, so Keely, she, Here we says, go. she says, Michelle, you said FNL was in your top three of your favorite shows. I know the OC is number one. What is number two? Number two for me is The Sopranos. Oh. Mm -hmm. Here you go. Yeah. And then curious if Liz has seen Breaking Bad. I honestly think his Breaking Bad character is why I still have reservations for Landry. I have seen Breaking Bad. To be honest, I don't even remember Landry in it. That's how much I loved that show. Hence, you know, I that's Randy's favorite show favorite show and michelle and i have i think similar opinions on the show i thought it was way hyped up i binged it i couldn't even tell you anything that happened i remember the fly episode i remember the trailer i remember the 
sort of the final episode. I remember not much else. I remember the girlfriend, Kristen Ritter's character. I will never forget that. I don't remember anything else. So there you go. I didn't even when Brandy's like, oh, my God, that's whatever from Breaking Bad. I'm like, uh, cool. I don't remember him at all. Yeah. And Brandy loves uh, Better Call Saul. That's like his that's actually probably taken over Breaking Bad for him. I've heard so that like, for a lot of people, actually. Yeah. they. I mean, I'm sure it's great. People love it. But yeah, that's my memory with the show. Yeah. I'm glad that. uh <laughs> You're judging Jesse Plemons as Landry appropriately because yes. the love for Landry is strong here. The love I'm for Landry is Texas so forever. strong. Yeah. So strong. Yeah. Yeah. But thank you, Keely. Kate, she says, Tim made some poor decisions this episode, getting involved with Billy's shady business dealings, allowing herself to be kissed by Becky, advising <laughs> Luke on how to get pain pills. How do you yeah. think these storylines are going to play out over the rest of the season? Well, Kate's a newbie, so I'm wondering how she thinks it's going to play out. However, like I said, with Luke, I'm hopeful two episodes max. I don't really want to go through this with him because he's such a good kid. Not that Smash wasn't a good kid, obviously, but Smash has so, they're very similar. Like they're have so much pressure to get out, to help their families. And then they get injured you know, they need to make it work for them. I honestly think that I'm hopeful that maybe these pain meds, like coach will figure it out somehow. They'll get him some help, take him to the hospital. Maybe the team will like do some fundraiser to help pay for medical bills. Like we need to, this, he needs to be seen. We can't just keep going, fighting the pain, killing down the pain. Um, that's Luke. Tim, he's got to get some job. I don't know what kind of job. I would obviously love to see him a part of the Lions somehow. But like I said before, I don't think that's, there's no budget for that. They're probably a very slim budget for Stan and the other assistant coaches. So adding another person in is not going to really, um, help in that situation. I mean, Riggins Riggs could be a thing. It's just they're they have they have built this business with no money to have built this business, which is really I can't even imagine trying to do that. Like a business owner, if in the beginning needs to put their own income in it and like truly it's just if you don't have any money to do that and you're not making money what do you do well also you have and to you have a pregnant wife with no health insurance, and you have a pregnant wife so. who's on bed rest so right yeah they both need to just find any job at this point and billy has had jobs in the past and he can never hold a job why <laughs> Well, yeah. <laughs> so I feel like Luke, maybe a few episodes, the boys will be getting into some shit. And I mean, I know I predicted in the past that like Billy's going to go to the jail, go to jail. Do you think, know. do you think Buddy would give Tim a job? He should. Yeah. Buddy should get everyone a job. I know. Hmm. That's a good idea. Yeah. 
anywhere. There are so many different places we have seen on the show that mm-hmm. we could get them a job. Why can't they like go own the landing strip? Yeah, I don't <laughs> go know. Go be a waiter that. at the landing. Go be a bartender at the landing strip. You yeah. guys can do it. Go be a bartender anywhere. You know how much money Tim would make? Right where Angela works, Becky's mom. There you go. Why go can't you get a job there? Job. Yeah, good point. We'll see what, what happens. With that. Yeah. yeah. Almost everybody who wrote in asked some form of this question. What's going on with the Landry, Jess, Vince situation? Is it supposed to be a love triangle? Oh, yeah. I think it's a love triangle. We're always meant to have one at least a season, right? Like That's just a the, um, the quintessential thing to happen on a television show of, of people this age. Yeah, it's a love triangle. Um, I will like, I would like Landry and Jess, yes, to be together. I think they are a good pairing. They're similar in some ways. They, I think they'll balance each other out. They're, they, I think they would be great together. And not to say I don't think her and Vince would be good together either, but that screams a little bit toxic to me. Mm, yeah. But I don't know. If Vince can change, then maybe it won't be. Okay. Either way, I'm good. Okay. Molly, she asks, have you ever audited a class? They show this a lot on TV shows, but is this a real thing? Maybe it's just for smart people schools. (laughs) They do show this a lot. I was like, is she having her Rory Gilmore moment? I know. I I never did this. No, I never did this either. Maybe people do do it if they're going to visit for a weekend to a college, but I never did any of that. So, Yeah. Did you all know how to drive stick? Have we talked about this before? My dad started to teach me, but we didn't get far. No, never. Never, ever. I've never driven stick. I never learned. I went on a date with one guy. Ugh, Joe, he was so hot. <laughs> the punk. Um, That's what I called him, Joe the punk. We worked <laughs> together at one of my jobs. Uh-huh. And he drove stick. And I was like, oh, I want to learn how to drive stick. And he's like, okay, I'll teach you in the parking lot. I was like, Awesome. And I never actually got in the driver's seat, but like he like showed me as I was in the passenger seat, but that's as far as it went. So, yeah, I mean, I I would try it, but I don't think they make cars like that anymore, right? Yeah, you can get you can get um, like a sports car, I guess. Yeah, and in Europe, it's pretty yeah. much it's a lot of stick. You have to. It's actually harder to get um, automatic versus mm-hmm. manual. How scripted was Julie's interview answer? Do you think she prepared for that answer? I felt like it was so unreal. I don't know. I felt like it was really good. I liked I Julie's answer. I it was answer. so good yeah. that it seemed like it was off the cuff, but she maybe had been thinking about it a little bit. Like I would, I again, I would not know what to say if someone been like, is there anything else I should know about you before we go? No, I gave you everything. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. I like to think that she improved it on the spot. Yeah. Thanks, Molly. Will, he wants to know, what was your dream school slash situation after high school? I didn't have any dreams. <laughs> so I was thinking about this, obviously, because I saw this question first. And, you know, my dad passed away when I was 17. So, like, things were weird. Mm-hmm. And I knew I was going to stay home just for family purposes. And so I was going to go to our community college, our community college here. 
And there were two options. There were like two majors I was going after and I applied for both. And I was like, I I kid you not. I was like, whichever one I get put into is going to be my destiny. So I signed up to be into pastry, pastry school or TV and radio. Well, we know how that panned out. (laughs) And I got into TV and radio and I said, okay, this is my destiny. Because in junior and senior year, I was like obsessed with baking I remember I made Donnie for his birthday like a Swedish cake, Swedish fish cake, mm. like a cake shaped like a fish and I covered it in Swedish fish and then I did like a castle cake. Like I built a castle for I think Nick Ants and I would like take requests. I'm like, oh, your birthday's coming? What flavor do you like? Mm-hmm. What candy? I'm going to bring you a full cake to school. Mm-hmm. What? Great machine. Mm. <laughs> You were committed, girl. And now you don't even like to... Well, I mean, you like to bake more than you like to cook. I hate the mess. I hate the mess. I hate the mess, too. But I always make a mess. Yeah. But I didn't have any of that story. I had dreams of, which is so crazy now, of like moving to California, going to school there, wherever. I didn't care. I was like, I just want to go like so far away. Mm -hmm. Which now thinking back, I'm like, what? you are so full of shit. You were not going anywhere and I didn't go anywhere. But I remember my mom telling me she had a dream that I was leaving and going to California and she woke up and she was crying. And I was like, girl, I'm not going anywhere. I'm living in your house until I'm way past the limit. (laughs) Uh, But I was always like like etching to get out, but I never did because I was like, you know, you actually don't want to, though. Yeah, I, I'm a homebody. I really I love being near my family, my friends. I really didn't want to go anywhere. So like you, I just went to community college because I'm like, I truly don't know what the F I want to do with my life. If you know what you want to do when you're in high school, that is like you should pursue that because it's really hard figuring it out later. Really, really hard. It is really hard. And yeah, even when I was in community school and you pick, you go on to your next to get your bachelor's. Yeah. And I'm like, what do I do now? I have, <sighs> It's funny because I was looking into Boston College for script writing because mm-hmm. at that point it was like I really wanted to do casting and script writing. And I remember meeting with my advisor and, he, and he's like, listen, Boston College has an amazing um, program. You should apply to it. And then I was like, I got scared. Mm -hmm. I got scared and I didn't. So then I went to, I went on to another school on Long Island, which is still a great school. Funny thing though, um, they're dissolving my program. It no longer exists. So Com Arts no longer exists at New York Institute of Technology and they're having a farewell party and I'm going to it for alumni next month and I'm meeting up with my college buds. Yeah. That's sad. I guess it's not a popular... I guess not. Like, oh, I, I know. I'm like, wow, sick joke. Yeah, <laughs> cool man. But you're still using it. Sure. Oh, for sure. And I have yeah. my bachelor's degree. You know, it. It's right. just, it's just funny. I'm like, mm-hmm. and a lot of people came out of that program. Successful people in the industry. Right. Yeah. Thank you. Well. Okay, Mike wants to know: Are interviews really a thing applicants have to do for colleges in the U.S. or is this a TV trope? I only know of postgraduate schools having interviews, but not for undergrad. I again, yeah, you're asking the wrong two. Yeah, I but 
Maybe for very specialized specific programs, there are some sort of interview process. Definitely, if you're going for like a master's or a doctoral or something like that, there is because those programs are so much smaller and specialized. Um, But like get just a regular college application, there's not usually an interview unless they're like maybe kind of like Tyra where you're waitlisted and right, 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 right. You know, maybe they have to choose between people on that type of list and they have to pick people like but us personally um and i don't really know about anyone else in my life that had had to do an interview for like undergrad you know so at our community college at list and i both went to i went for tv and radio and the advisor there i became very close with him he actually interviewed three people that i recommended so like casey andrew and jeff all went for an interview with him interesting to get into the program so yeah i think it just depends on the program yeah so weird though yeah well maybe there was just more people that were applicants and they had to narrow it down that way yeah at that makes sense yeah will luke heal be okay or will this injury injury cause more problems (laughs) excuse me (laughs) uh He's got like bruised ribs and shit. I don't know what his injury is specifically. Honestly, last week I thought he got his legs smushed, not realizing it was higher up on his like hip and in his rib cage inside. So, ooh, I mean, the kid could have internal bleeding. It could really go a bad path. Bad, bad. So he definitely needs to be checked out. (laughs) I'm just going to keep reiterating that. Get him to the hospital. Yeah. Or a doctor. Yeah. Thank you, Mike. Last but not least, we have Vic. She says, if you were Julie, where would you go to college? Would you go far or stay close? And maybe she'd go far enough, but not too far. Yeah, I agree. You know? Yeah. I don't know what any surrounding schools she's applied to in that general area, but... Yeah, I know. I think she realizes that she will miss home, but every... I feel like every kid her age that's thinking about going to college has that thought in the back of their head like okay I want to go away but also I don't want to leave my family but then if your friends are gone maybe you do it you just do it because nobody's left and you've wanted to go so you go and then you make new friends and then you probably eventually end up back home maybe for a little bit yeah so I think she'll go far but not too far Far enough. Far enough. Yeah. Yeah. Where do you think Tim could apply for? I think she's talking about jobs, which we kind of talked about, like literally anywhere. Literally anywhere. Anywhere. Sears, the pizza place, the Alamo Freeze, even though I RMP. Um, <laughs> like I said, bartending, go to the landing strip, go to his favorite bar, go to, he could coach Little League. I, I don't know. Anywhere. Anywhere. Thank you, everyone, for sending your questions. We appreciate it. What was your favorite quote in this episode? I had so many that it was hard for me to choose. Ooh, okay. Um, every outfit you picked, I look like a realtor in. Yes. Um, Julie, we're not scrappers anymore. We're lions. Yes. Coach. And then Thursday, more of a sexual night anyway. Landry. I mean, that was has got best. a point. <laughs> it's way more sexual than Wednesday. It is. Like, you're almost a Friday. People get excited because of the weekend. He's He was right. Yeah, I just love Gracie doesn't have any pants. 
So cute. Yep. What was your favorite coaching moment? I had Tammy and Julie. That's what I had too. Yeah, I really liked their moments together. They eventually got it all straightened out, saw eye to eye, but I liked that Tammy was like, you know, you're better than this. You need to focus on you and I'm not trying to put pressure on you. I understand where you're coming from, but it's ultimately your decision. We want what's best for you and, you know, this this can jumpstart your entire life. So like no pressure, but also I'm not putting the pressure on you. Like it's your decision. Right. And also like get it together, girl. Get it together. Slap some sense into her. But it's like it's a it's like a huge thing though. So much. At that age, that's huge. Yeah. And she's like, way to be sensitive, mom. (laughs) You know? Every I mean, the more and more we watch Julie, I'm like and we've talked about this and Jillian has said this and other listeners have said this. She does such a good portrayal of a teenage the girl. The most realistic teenager I've seen on television. Like, I don't know. Like, Bobby hates her. And I'm like, how can you hate her? No. I think he needs to rewatch. Yeah. I mean, he rewatches <laughs> all the time. I'm like, she's not the worst. She's not no. the worst. No. Anyway. I'm interested to see how he feels about Matt Saracen situation. Mm, well. Like, what's his take on it? You mean currently? Currently, yes. Like, yeah. was he okay with Matt just up and leaving and not saying anything to anyone? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll have to ask him. <laughs> in between him uh, feeding the baby and uh, taking naps and stuff. <laughs> Since true. he's a new father. <laughs> yeah. MVP and shittiest. Who'd you choose for your MVP? I picked Tim, but then okay. last minute I wrote down Tammy, so maybe I'll give her a blue ribbon. Okay. But this whole episode, I was proud of Tim trying to get a, a job, ha- looking at the land and saying, I really want this, and just being there for Mins. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, I was like, I understand it. And that's why I wrote down Tammy because I thoroughly enjoyed her in this episode, too. Yeah. Who'd you pick? I chose Tammy as well. We yeah. had votes, for, well, you're, as you chose her for your blue room, but Tammy, Buddy, and Tim. So. We were all in the right. Buddy. Just kidding. Oh, come on. <laughs> Buddy was so good. Just kidding. Just kidding. Yeah. Who'd you choose for your shittiest? Billy. Yeah, that was across the board, including Calvin was chosen as shittiest and also uh, Julie. Nah, I don't give it to Julie. I think I've stated why. Calvin, I think he said his piece to his friend and then showed up for his friend and it looked like there was like no hard feelings. So... Mm-hmm. I got over that, but Billy, I won't get over because. Do you he, understand where, where he's coming from? Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. That's yeah. what I don't. I truly didn't have any shittiest. Like I know, that was the same. default. Yeah, but uh, just make better choices. I don't know what the other choices are, but like, oh, maybe move in somewhere. Like you need, like, I don't know. Can they move in with like Tyra's mom? But even you know, that, everyone together, like everyone, some sort of like. I don't know. She doesn't make a lot of money. Like, who's going to pay for no, all these things? No, I know. Like, I don't know where these keep, these people can go. Yeah. This is definitely a situation we've never seen before on our shows mm-hmm. where this is truly, like, middle to low class people. Yeah. Yeah. Not, like, high, high class. Like, you know, this is, like, almost really low class people. Mm-hmm. And that they can barely afford. They can't even afford to go to, you know, Whataburger or whatever. Mm-hmm. 
So it's not good. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like you understand the chop shop situation. Right. I get it. It makes sense. It feels real. But also, I don't know if it feels real enough where there's going to be like real consequences. Because last time we saw it happen in a way, but there wasn't any real consequences happening there. They got out of the situation. But this time, I don't think you can do it again. So I don't know how it's going to go. Right. Yeah. And I mean, we wouldn't be doing this if this just worked out nicely. No, of course not. Like mm-hmm. it has to drive storyline. Right. Ugh. And then it's like, yeah, want everyone to. should chop shop, you know? Yeah. <laughs> That's the right. Lesson. Exactly. Like if it worked and it was easy, then everyone could do it. Let's all do it. Yeah. Mm. Who's our lion booster of the week? Booster of the week. You're a total booster. Our booster is Kim. Kim. Kim has joined us this week. I mean, she's been back for a few weeks on our Discord chat, chatting about this episode and all of the things. Mm-hmm. Love is blind. Everything. We love chatting with her and just wanted to shout her out and say that we appreciate her support and we love that she is still here and sticking with us and continuing to enjoy. So we just wanted to thank her. Thank you, Kim. We're so glad you're here. I got such a kick out of your commentary during last night's watch. I was like laughing out loud at her comments. (laughs) She's so cute. So good. So an emoji for this episode. I mean, I think the obvious one is a toilet. Yeah, it has to be the toilet, the toilet bowl. It has to be, right? So what you could do with that emoji if you've made it this far is stick it in an Apple podcast review, but maybe like pair it with like a star or a heart. Be like... I don't know. You guys can come up with something witty. Like, but. I love this show when I'm on the shitter. There you go. <laughs> Perfect. This is great to get your morning poops going. Perfect. List is coming like fire. Use one of those. <laughs> if you haven't already and you're enjoying the show and you listen on Apple Podcasts, consider leaving us a five-star review. Share with a friend. Uh, we really, really appreciate it. We don't have a yeah. lion of the week, but perhaps yeah. next week you can be our lion. <laughs> Thanks. I just want to let y'all know that Michelle, if you don't watch visuals, I'm sure she's cutting a lot of this out. But if you don't know, she has paused. <laughs> she has muted her mic a hundred times to cough. So she's a trooper and everyone give her love and support. Thanks, Liz. <laughs> I appreciate it. All right. Next week's title. Also, Hadron Molly will be joining us. Mm. And this, we will be back in technically two weeks. We are not. Yeah. We won't be, um, there will be no Your girl's got to get married. I know. Our Lissy girl is getting married, y'all. This is our last episode of Liz being a technical, a single gal. It's true. I will be a married gal next time you hear me. Welcome to the club. Yeah. So we got to take some time and we'll be back. Yeah. You know, we'll but be I'm, back and then we'll be gone. Then we'll be back. Yeah. Don't worry about it. You don't have to worry, don't about, worry about it now. Don't no. worry about it now. <laughs> okay. But for the next episode, we're going to be discussing season four, episode nine, The Lights in Carroll Park with patron Molly. And the quote I have for you is, I know you get this a lot, but how accurate are your tests, Becky? Hmm. 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 
I mean, first things first, I think it's a pregnancy test. Mm-hmm. That would be fun. We haven't had a teen pregnancy on the show yet, and it's we're due. Don't you think? I'm trying to I'm trying to make sure I didn't forget. Remember we, we, we thought that um Smash's girlfriend was pregnant, but she actually was Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. well you thought that yeah, on yeah. medication right. or a lack of medication. Um yeah, we haven't had anyone mm-hmm. even have a pregnancy scare, right? Besides mm-hmm. Tammy. I mean, Tammy's the only one that got pregnant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so and then Mindy, let's right? do it. Mindy and then pregnant. Mindy. Mm-hmm. Right. But let's do it. I'm okay. here for it. I'm ready for the drama. If it's going to be anyone, it's going to be Becky. <laughs> let's be real. So who's who's baby <laughs> um, daddy? I am scared. I am scared that... Mm-hmm. Mm. who is it like yeah i mean they want you to think right now i predict it's either tim or luke right right but we don't know confirmation that she had sex with luke also it didn't seem like in this episode she had sex with him right so maybe she does maybe he's like uh he's like so worked up he needs to like stress jerk or whatever Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. does that I can't believe I even like. I don't even want to think about it. No, it's yeah, like that's disgusting. scary. Mm-hmm. And then Tim Olrigo is gonna have a big baby. <laughs> He's gonna have a cousin he for Billy and Mindy's kid. Oh my god. <laughs> um. Yeah, I'm here for it. Let's do it. I'm ready for some drama. Let's kick it up a notch. Okay. It def- wait. We're definitely kicking it up a notch next week. So yeah. Yeah. Good prediction list. Last but not least. We have Will's Football Poetry Corner. Stood up. When an offensive or defensive lineman is stood up, it means that their opponent got lower leverage and stopped their momentum, putting them in a bad position. Landry is stood up by Jess for Vince, and Vince stands his friend up because he has to study his playbook. Meanwhile, Buddy stands up for the Lions and puts them on the local Spanish radio. Ayodas mio. <laughs> <laughs> I <it> was Mio. <laughs> I was Mio. Cute. Well, thank Thanks, you, Will. Will. Thank you, everyone, for sending your questions, your comments, your downloads every week. Hopefully, you found us on Wednesday because we're not on we're not a uh, new episodes on Mondays anymore. So yeah, hopefully we you like it in the middle of the week. No, hopefully. Uh, thank you for uh. Just dealing with my coughing and my voice this you did, week. You were great. Thank you. You did the best you could. Thank we're you here so for the much. commitment. Thank you. Yep. Didn't want you guys to go another week without an episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hopefully when I when we come back, I will sound normal again. Mm-hmm. But yeah, join us uh, next time for episode nine, The Lights in Carroll Park. Thank you so much for listening to Talking Texas Forever, a Friday Night Lights podcast. You can email us at TalkingTexasForever at gmail.com. If you're interested in seeing what we do with this show and all of our others, head over to Instagram and search Total Betty Podcast Network. This has been a Total Betty Podcast, produced and edited by Michelle Rubenstein and Alyssa Tenio. Music by Anthony Vacora.